episode 171 music from A to Z I want to share you guys a little story uh, when I was I don't know 10 11 12 I used to watch um, the 8 o'clock news and what I would do was uh, at the end of the 8 o'clock news uh, they would have you know the weather report and in the weather report what happens is uh, they show you all the different weather reports for Southeast Asia, you know, the, the capitals, places like Bangkok, Singapore, Malaysia. And what I would do was I had this really big piece of paper and I basically made the equivalent of a spreadsheet. I would write down whether it was going to rain or whether it's going to be 32 degrees Celsius so it's going to be cloudy. For some reason, I did that. And I did that for days and days and days and days. For some reason, I thought there must be a pattern to this. There must be a pattern to this. There must be a pattern to this. And I thought if I kept writing it down, I would eventually figure it out. I think what happened in the end was I probably got distracted and I stopped doing it. Another peculiar thing that I used to do was, you know how sometimes there are competitions uh, with like, I don't know, like different kinds of uh, snacks, like, you know, twisties or maybe things like that. I knew that it was very common to have competitions where you would need to, for example, collect wrappers of this aforementioned um, snacks. So what I would do was I would actually collect Megimi, not Megimi, was it Megimi? Megi, Mummy Monster, the Mummy wrappers, and I put them in a plastic bag or in my bag. I kept them, like, all, I would eat them and I would keep them for like weeks or months or whatever. I don't know. It was quite some time because I thought if someday there was a competition, I would have all these wrappers. Again, I, I don't think there was ever a competition. It was just a peculiar thing that I did. I predicted something and it was wrong. That's fine. Um, another story for you guys, what I did as a kid. When I was a kid, I used to, I like attention. Hence why I became a performer, right? So when I was in standard one, I think, probably standard one, standard one or standard two or standard three, around that time, I was very young, seven, eight or nine. Uh, it was, I remember waiting in the school canteen and I would take out the big um, cardboard. Is it the cardboard? It's uh, the drawing board where you could draw um, stuff and I would just draw all sorts of stuff. Draw sceneries, draw houses, draw trees, draw people. And I wasn't very good at it, you know. I wasn't like a really talented I don't know, artist, a sketch or whatever. I, I don't think I was really talented. I don't think it was any good really now that I think about it, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed making art. And in the enjoyment of making art, I actually enjoyed the attention of performing. And I think that was, now when I really think about it, that was probably my earliest experiences of self-organized public performance. I mean. I'm sitting there, I'm a kid, I'm drawing, I'm drawing in public. And which is interesting because later on in my life, I think some kind of embarrassment or shy or fear of being judged 
came together that it took me a while to get used to playing guitar in public uh, outside of my college. I went to this college called ICOM. Uh, it was in Jalan Pahang. It's in KL, Kuala Lumpur. And we used to hang out at the Mama. It's called Jafa. Jafas. And, you know, occasionally we would have someone would have a guitar there, we would hang out, we would play, we would jam, you know, we would, some people would do homework, some people would have like Maggie Me or something. And I was a bit shy to have the guitar out in the open. It took me a while. I think it took me a few, over the past span of like one, two, three years. Eventually I got used to it. I got used to just playing it outside and kind of enjoying it again, that, that whole unofficial performance, jamming, hanging out. Is it showing off? I don't know. Maybe it's all of it. Who knows? But that was an interesting thing. So why am I sharing you guys all the stories? I don't really have a particular agenda. It's just kind of reflecting that we have this life and we have these experiences. And for some reason, some experiences pop out more. So as a kid, I did this peculiar thing of trying to recognize weather patterns. I did this thing of collecting stuff. I mean, that's a personality trait, right? I, I'm a collector. I like to collect things. I collected comic books. I collected video games. I collected books. So that's kind of like part of the personality thing. And then there's part of the performance thing. I was a show person. I like, I like to perform. So those aspects, you know, kind of, I guess in a way, those, those traits appear really early in your life and whether your parents or your friends encourage it or your environment encourages it could be a huge difference in how you might lead your life after that. So my advice to anyone listening to this, firstly, number one, thanks for listening to this. I didn't have any particular direction, I just wanted to share the stories. And I just want to say that, you know, if you're doing music and you're listening to me, you're listening to this podcast, just know that I don't have everything figured out. But what I wanted to do from the podcast really is to just share my thoughts, document. This is probably the most real document of my process, of my thought process, of my daily life. So if you're listening to this, man, or woman, <laughs> wherever you are, you're listening to this, this is uh, just basically document of my thoughts. This is the closest, closest thing I have to a diary. And I want to say thank you for listening to this. Thank you for being part of this journey. And it'll be interesting to see how this pans out or how the life, life moves on years from now, reflecting and listening back to this recording, perhaps. So today is February 7th. Anchor was acquired by Spotify. So... We'll see how this podcasting pans out. Peace out.